Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the first real episode of this podcast. I had to rank my introduction as season one, episode one, but let's face it, this this episode has a topic, so this is the first real one, you know? I told you what it was all about, and now we're getting started. Can you believe that I am still nervous recording myself? I mean, I'm in my living room all by myself, talking to myself. I should not be nervous. How can something that I enjoy doing so much, like how can it be so nerve wracking? I mean, I don't get it, but I feel like, you know, to get over it, we should just get started right now. So today's topic is making memories. Yes, it's huge. Like that topic is big, but I thought it would be quite interesting because making memories is very important to me. And I think it's important to a lot of people. I think recently the memory making culture has even shifted a bit. It's become even more important and even more part of our everyday life. And I honestly really like that. But before we talk about what's happening today, Do you guys remember the home videos, like the videotapes that we all have stored in a box, in the attic, somewhere, in the right corner, left corner, doesn't matter? Do you remember those? Oh my god, I haven't watched those videos in such a long time. I was very fond of them when I first discovered them. I must have been about like 10, 11 years old, and I really enjoyed looking back on a life I personally didn't really remember. I didn't remember anything from the ages zero to like five or six. I do have some kindergarten memories, but they're very small memories. They're very unspecific about one person I don't even know the name of anymore, but that doesn't matter. Those memories are still there. And some of those memories that were caught on videotape are a very random and very everyday situations. They weren't always special occasions. I mean, yes, there was the unwrapping presents at Christmas 1990, whatever, 1997 probably or something, but it was not like that all the time. It was just very like random things, you know, like playing with another toy or having dinner or going to the zoo. I have one videotape of my entire family going to the zoo, grandparents included, and I love that videotape and I haven't watched that in such a long time. But when I used to watch it, it gave me so much joy and it was so nice to look back on a very specific occasion that I could not remember whatsoever. I remembered visits to the zoo, but not that specific one. But that doesn't really matter. It's not about the specific situation. It's about memories that you cannot recall, memories that you cannot get back into your head, except when you watch any kind of material that exists out there. And for a long time, that used to be videotapes. But you know, forgetting about the videotapes, let's move on. So when I was in school, that was like in the 2000s. It started in the early 2000s, and then I finished school and graduated in the mid-2000s. I used to have one of those really low-quality digital cameras that were really cheap, but they took photos well enough, you know? Like, it was fine for what I needed it for. And then a little later, I also had a cell phone with a camera. You know, that was amazing. Like, that was so cool. And then we would all take those things on school trips with us and make memories there, like take photos from trips that we used to take. I remember a trip to London. I think it was in 2010. Oh my God. I was 
very young then, and it was my second trip to London. I was always really interested in speaking English, and it was fine, and I loved it, and we went with our entire grade, and it was so interesting because I remember so many photos that we took. We used to upload them to one of these like very early social media platforms, and we used to share them, and looking back on these photos now, I remember very specific moments, very specific experiences, a buzz ride that took like four hours to go to Shakespeare's birthplace. And it's just so nice to be reminded of like having my first milkshake, I think my first ever milkshake uh, in a very small cafe in, you know, um, Stratford-upon-Avon. And it was just so random, but so fun to just like be reminded of. And making memories in terms of photos and videos is exactly what we do today. We do it on another level. Like it's really become a trend capturing various random everyday moments. And I do like that. But you know, to make memories, you have to make experiences. And I think what's been very obvious, those, you know, post-COVID months and years that we are in right now, I think we have started to make memories of not just special occasions like a vacation or, I don't know, someone graduating or just like some big event, but it's part of our DNA at this point. Like we take photos of every coffee we have in the morning. Some people film their entire morning routines and they might be so basic and so many people might share these exact routines, but this also kind of lets us bond with those people, you know? Some girls who film their workout routine or who film their like morning routines. I know so many girls who have the exact same routine and then you can identify with them. And that's also very nice. Like it makes you connect to people you will never know, people you will never meet. And I think the concept of making memories has become so important lately that we are faced with well, taking pictures and videos of every little thing that we do. And you might like that or dislike that. I think that's really personal preference at this point. But when I look back on, let's say, having a coffee in 2019 with a friend, I do like to be reminded of that. I remember going to a cafe I haven't been to in like two years or having a specific cake at that cafe. And I do like to be reminded of that. Like, I love rediscovering things that I used to do, good and bad, and either see how I've changed as a person, you know, some like bad habits that I don't have anymore, or some things that I used to enjoy that I just forgot about because maybe the cafe was closed or the restaurant was closed, or we couldn't go to the movies. I have a friend, we used to go to the movies on a very regular basis. And when I say that, I mean like weekly. It was so great and I used to enjoy it. And we like watched Bohemian Rhapsody four times, you know, at the movie theater. And I will always connect watching that movie with her or watching Cats, the movie with her, you know, and like the fun we had or not. <laughs> it really depends on how you like that movie. But you know, those moments, those memories really make me smile when I go through my photos and my videos. And those things, I don't really want to underestimate how much they've grown on me. 
And I know a lot of people like to live in the moment and not take many photos or many videos because they love that they forget some things, but then remember those things, you know, that are important to them. And they don't mind forgetting what they had for lunch like three years ago. And of course, it's not important. I don't think I couldn't live if I, you know, forgot about what I had for lunch three years ago. No, I would be fine. Like, I would survive. It's not that. But I like that sometimes I get to reconnect with a past self and I get to make memories and I get to relive memories that I completely forgot about because they show me how far I've come or that I'm still me. And I think that feeling can give me so much comfort on an everyday basis that I've just recognized that this year, that in this post-COVID era, we start appreciating the small things even more than we used to. And there are always people who always appreciated the small things, you know? There will always be people who are so conscious about their everyday actions that they will never forget to take in the smell of the autumn morning when they walk to the bus station and how they feel walking over the fallen leaves on the ground and taking it all in. But sometimes you're so caught up in daily struggles, in stress, in work-related things, in, you know, private things that give you a hard time and you can't really shake off, that sometimes it's just nice to be reminded through videos and photos that maybe you took of the walk to the bus station that one November morning 2018, that it's time to reconnect to that, that the next day you leave the house to go to work. You take that in, you take that moment in, or you rediscover when you once took that trip to London, you started having tea in the mornings instead of coffee, and you were like, oh my god, what was that phase all about? And now you drink your matcha or your espresso in the morning, and you're like, yep, that is so much better, but that's a preference. But what I'm trying to say is that certain habits that we pick up on, certain things that we do on a regular basis change throughout our lives, and they can really hint at who we were at a specific time in our lives. And I love looking back on that. I do think that making memories has become important because we started to realize that we have taken certain things for granted and that, you know, things that happen in the world like a pandemic can hit us really hard. And we certainly realize we might not be able to live our lives the way we have. And that's okay. It also readjusts the mind and it also puts things into perspective. But that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like appreciate the little things because they also have meaning and they also matter. And I think we kind of started doing that a lot more than we used to. And also it's not all about what you share on your socials or the morning routine you record or the photos you take of a trip and then kind of brag about it on social media. No, it's also about the personal memories you make. So I'm a grandma. I'm a grandma at heart, you know. I'm not that old yet, but I certainly act that way. And I've really gotten back into two very, very old school things. And the first thing is creating photo albums. And when I say that, I mean like really cool and very modern photo albums. It's not like I 
have my photos developed and then I print them and then I glue them into an album myself. No, <laughs> I have them printed and it's very nice. You know, you can choose from so many options on the internet. Um, if you just search for photo albums, you will see so many providers and so many um, options that you can choose from. But I like it in a very clean, minimalist way. And I usually on a quiet evening when I sit on my sofa with a cup of tea in my hand, I catch myself gravitating towards those albums because it's nice, it's comfy to look through them. And recently, you know, I've done that. And every time I add a new one, I usually go through the old ones and I look through all of those albums. Um, but recently, I've started looking through my 2019 London album. I went to London in 2019 and I visited a friend and I went to Nando's for the first time. Can you imagine that? Like, okay. Uh, I, I'm always late to things like that. Well, anyway, so I did that. I looked through the album and then I realized, oh my God, I had so much fun. I want to go again. I want to visit you again. Can we do that again? And then we started, you know, discussing, not really planning or organizing because we're not there yet. And I will probably not go for a couple of months, but I was reminded of the great time I had. And you cannot always remember those things. There's so much you have to remember throughout the day. But it helps me rearrange everything I enjoy. And those albums give me so much comfort. And I show them to my grandma, who's obsessed. <laughs> and I show them to friends who think it's a bit weird. And they also see me as a grandma, but that's okay. But it's nice. It's nice to look through them. And then sometimes I save the little tickets and any leaflets that I get on trips. And then I glue them into the album. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I do glue things into those albums, it seems, but that's okay. It's fine. Um, but you know, I like doing that and I like looking back on those things. And then one other thing that I started doing, I was always really into photography. I've never been into it in a professional way. I've never wanted to be a photographer ever. Like that was not my goal ever, which I think is a good thing. There are people who are much more talented than me, but I always liked taking photos, you know, making memories. So um, I was always really into that. And then lately there has been a real hype of analog photos and analog photography. I think it's always been a niche. And of course, for a long time, that's all we had, but people are starting to get back into it. A lot of people I follow on social media started analog photography again. And I love the style and it might just be a phase, you know, it might be a trend and it will fade eventually and people will go back to, I don't know, just like digital content and they will use the normal filters again or no filters or do whatever, you know, there will be another trend soon. But analog photography gives me so much joy. I invested in a really, you know, not a very expensive camera. I bought it on eBay. I repurposed someone's old camera and it's amazing. It works really well. And I love, love using it. The only thing I really hate is carrying it because it's so heavy. Oh my God. Every time I am with someone that person usually ends up carrying it because it is just so heavy, but it's amazing. I love going out and taking photos. The first two or three weeks that camera was in my possession, I just used to go outside 
with that camera and just wander through my city, through streets I've wandered through, I mean, multiple times, you know? Just like random streets, random corners, random parts of my city, I had seen hundreds and thousands of times, but I just rediscovered it through the analog lens. And I'm not even kidding, I love that. And also I've realized that, you know, although I do like catching random moments and taking pictures of every lunch and every dinner and everything you do, it gets very specific with the analog camera. You have to be extremely picky about what you take a photo of because you have 24 photos on a film and that's it. And let me tell you, those are hard to come by right now. Like, it is so hard. Every time I want to get a new film, I just stock up on them because I don't know when I'm going to be able to get them again because they are not always available because there is a big hype at the moment. So you have to be so careful about what you take a photo of. And I love that. It makes me rearrange my priorities. I don't just snap away. I am extremely picky. And that's also a very nice contrast to the just snapping away at everything that you do on a daily basis. I don't want to say one thing is better than the other. I love both. I love being picky and I love being able to take like 10 selfies, deleting nine and probably never posting number 10 because I'm not completely satisfied with it. But it has certainly changed my perspective on taking photos, having the analog camera, because it is so nice to just be picky about it. And I've taken it on two vacations with me. And I have to say, the photos are special. The vibe, the mood, the look, it is very, very special. And I do enjoy looking at those photos especially. I mean, maybe that's just because I'm really into it right now and maybe that'll change and maybe in a few years I will like the digital ones more. But that's not the point. My point is it's so nice to kind of like go back to the roots because this is the kind of camera that I grew up with. I never really used it. My parents did. But these are the photos that I have of my childhood, analog photos. And they are just... I mean, they're amazing. And also, I really like that you have to wait to get them, that they're not immediately available. I love the time it takes for them to be developed. Sometimes I'm like, how can it take 14 days? My goodness, it cannot take that long, but it does. And you cannot do anything about it. And that's awesome. It's just, it's great. It's part of the game. And the excitement that builds up when you realize, oh my God, tomorrow I can go to the store and get my photos. It's amazing. And then the sudden disappointment when you open the envelope and you realize, oh my God, they didn't turn out how I planned. <laughs> but that's also part of the fun, you know? Some photos just, they're too dark. They're not cool. You have your eyes closed. That keeps happening to a friend of mine. I have like, I have like a few photos of him and... His eyes are pretty much always closed. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, on a regular basis, I would say. <laughs> but that's just what it is. But there are so many other photos you take throughout the week, throughout the month. It's not like you need them. But if you have a very special memory that you took with your analog camera, it's so nice to add that to the collection of all the memories that you make. And 
I really recommend that. It's a completely different kind of making memories. And I think that is so special and it just adds to the whole vibe that we have going on right now. It just adds to capturing special moments and maybe not so special moments and just enjoying them so much more a few weeks even after you've experienced what you captured. Because yes, sometimes it takes 14 days for them to be developed. All right, I have to stop rambling, but there's one more thing I want to mention. I don't know if you've seen the show Fleabag. I think a lot of people have watched it for a good reason. It's one of my favorite TV shows ever. It's amazing and I highly recommend it to everyone. But there's this one scene in season two where the priest and Fleabag are in the church and he asks her, are you a nostalgic person? And Fleabag says, yeah. And that scene really resonated with me. And I keep replaying it. I've kept replaying it since I've seen it. And I was thinking about the fact, am I a nostalgic person? I'm really into the whole memory thing, you know? Am I being nostalgic? And I think to a certain extent, yes, definitely. I love remembering past events. That doesn't prevent me from living in the now or living, you know, in a forward thinking way. Absolutely not. But I think the appreciation for a certain kind of nostalgia can give you a little bit of comfort and give you a little bit of peace when you're having a bad day or when you're stressed or when you're unsure about what to do. So I'm just going to leave you with that and I'm going to wrap everything up now. I've been rambling for a long time. So I guess my message to you is keep taking photos of your morning matchas of the walk you take with your dog in the afternoon of everything you want basically because if that helps you appreciate the small moments in life that's amazing and if you're one to live in the moment who just wants to take photos or videos of very special occasions or no photos or videos at all that's also great but I think realizing that making memories is giving me a good feeling throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, has really made me understand that all the things I've experienced and all the memories I've made have not just made me who I am, but also made me realize who I want to be. All right, that was a bit cheesy at the end, but that's okay. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. You know where to find me.